Hello everyone. My guest today is Suryansh Rastogi. He is a cloud security architect with multiple certifications from Microsoft, Google and Oracle. He today is a cloud sec specialist at Deloitte India. Suryansh, welcome to the Cyber Cafe. Hey Ishan, uh, thanks a lot for the great intro man and uh, yeah, first of all uh, uh thanks everyone who's tuned in and it it's a great honor for me to be here on this your podcast i saw ishan's profile and he shared a very similar interest uh, to that of mine and i felt that this is going to be a great uh, chat that we are going to have about security everything security be it cloud be it non cloud and then anything else yeah so really looking forward to it fantastic Uh, so, so Suryansh, if anybody were to um yep. ask you who is Suryansh, how would you introduce yourself to them today? Yeah, this is <laughs> yeah okay. Um, so hey guys, my name is Suryansh Rastogi, and I am basically based out of Bangalore. Um, I'm currently working at Deloitte as a cloud uh, security specialist, and prior to this, I was working in HSBC in Pune. I have completed my graduation from Bhat Palani Palani campus in Rajasthan, and prior to this, I all of my schooling is from Bangalore. Uh, so essentially, um, I would say that I am a typical uh, cyber security nerd. But other than that, uh, I do enjoy uh, reading a lot. I enjoy playing outdoor games and uh, online games and stuff, and I do enjoy playing chess. So yeah, so this is a brief overview about me. Yep. So um how did you get involved in um cloud security what was your journey behind it Yeah great uh, so basically i uh, spent uh, quite a few years in my previous company working on cloud and cloud migrations uh, currently the focus of most of the big companies and small companies so it doesn't matter big or small at the end of the day most of the companies it it is the you know migration to cloud and adoption of cloud technologies at the end of the at the end of the day it's all about you know adopting the latest technology otherwise you'll be left far behind and you know cloud does offer you know host of benefits plethora of benefits so considering that uh, my my own organization wanted a few cloud engineers to start uh, migrating some stuff from the on prem to the cloud on premises to the cloud so all the linux servers and everything had to be migrated to the cloud all these services all the applications needed to be migrated to the cloud and that is when you know i got an opportunity to work on that and uh, i kind of picked it so basically you know you you read about this technology you learn about this technology and for me that was 2017 when i graduated and you know i learned about what cloud really is and coming from you know so i come from a non computer science background right and for me to you know actually be exposed to this technology was really really game changing because i could i could tell that this is going to be the future uh, from the point of adoption from the point of finances from the point of you know usability from the point of security so different aspects come into mind right and uh, as right. and when you know so i spent around 3 3 and a half years on the other aspects of cloud not security uh, not primarily security right because when you start in something you want to actually get the basics right you want to understand how this technology is working what are the different components how can i move this then you fail at that then you understand what i did wrong then you work with multiple architects right and what the job of an architect is or what the job of a senior architect is that they explain how distributed systems work how are you going to move a distributed system from the on prem to the cloud how are each and every how 
each and every component of a microservice going to integrate uh, to a bigger service that is going to be very very beneficial for the user or going to provide great user experience so considering that all you know inculcating all of that you get a lot of knowledge about the architecture you get a lot of knowledge about the networking part you get a lot of knowledge about the implementation and you get a lot of knowledge about something which is very very critical nowadays which is which we call in short as hadr right so hadr stands for uh, if, if any of the you know viewers who have who have tuned in do not know about it hadr stands for high availability and disaster resistance right so the idea is that you know building applications uh, that are resilient in nature right so that is the whole idea so so considering all of those aspects and considering all of those features then uh, i got a chance to move into cloud security and cloud security was something that we had all thought about and uh, so yeah so then that is a chance you know after working on the architecture or the working on the networking after working on uh, the uh, inculcating hadr high availability disaster resistance incorporating resilience you know your applications so that they are functional and the latency is less and they are functional across the globe if you have something like facebook.com running on your servers you need to ensure that you have versions of the applications across different different uh, countries across different you know domains where uh, you have the application resilient so that if one domain or if one uh, data center goes down it does not impact the other data centers and usability and you know uh, basically the user experience is maintained so that is something that you know you need to be very uh, aware of while working on these uh, services and your own services and uh, and often what happens you know coming to the uh, a little practical point of view is often what happens is when you when you're a beginner in you know cloud you might often just wonder that you know if i want to give the best experience let me have so many servers let me have so much you know let me have a server in mumbai let me have a server in bangalore let me have a server in delhi but uh, often uh, from from a company point of view that is not feasible with respect to finances so you need to do a lot of neat tricks to ensure you know from the point of view of the company that you have something that is you know very good for the users but at the same time you know uh, it's not really financially you know uh, draining you down because cloud bills and uh, aws aws gcp whatever at the end of the public cloud bills can be very very you know daunting if you don't know how to manage your resources so that is something when you you know take cloud adoption to the next level that comes into your mind anyways so coming back to the point that we were talking about so cloud security that is when i got into cloud security you know after working for multiple years on the migrations and everything and cloud security even though i had been dealing with it on a shorter scale when you become a, when you you know you you tend to uh, specialize in something the idea is that you tend to look at it from a very microscopic point of view right the idea is right. that each and every thing uh, each and every aspect of security needs to be looked into needs to be managed be it networking there are seven layers of networking and each and every layer of networking should be on your mind when you're thinking about security when you're thinking about the architecture point when you're thinking about you know application distributed systems microservices when you're thinking about the user data so a lot of things are there and all of these things need to be incorporated uh, when you're thinking about security and when you're thinking about a security specialization so i i also got a chance to do my security specialization from google so i am a certified professional security engineer 
and uh, so while preparing for that certification you know it gave me a lot of insight into how cloud security is managed and especially by google and google by far is the leader in this field you know having worked on multiple cloud domains as you said in the beginning also right aws right. have worked on aws have worked on microsoft azure on oracle cloud and then currently working on google cloud i have the most exposure in google cloud but also by far you know uh, google cloud seem to be the most secure one So yeah, so this is how you know I kind of got into the cloud uh, security domain, and currently I'm working with multiple clients on cloud security. Hmm. How hot is the demand for cloud technology first, then cloud security? I mean, obviously, if there's demand for cloud, there yeah. would be more demand for security. How much? How high is the demand for cloud networks right now in India? Uh, cloud networks. So, uh, the cloud are tech. you talking about? The- yeah cloud tech the demand for cloud tech is insane insane to be very honest with you uh the number of and that i can get totally from you know uh, see you can look at it two ways right obviously there is a usability point of view and you know the financial incentive the usability the uh, the whole idea for example you build a you build a new company right you build a new right. company now you don't want to have the headache of managing basic infrastructure stuff like you're buying your own servers you're managing your own servers you're managing your own security all of these can be a lot tedious work for a new company right because at the end of the day you want to focus on the product more and not on the you know the household chores around it right and not right. not the basic stuff so if someone comes to you and says that you know on a very wholesale rate we will manage all of this stuff for you and we will give you best in class uh, you know security we will give you best in class infrastructure best in class architecture we will give you an sla and sli and we will give you very good parameters with respect to you know resiliency we will give you 90 9.9999% availability that your application will not go down that is our guarantee otherwise we will pay you so if someone comes to you and says these things and uh, when you look at them and you see that they are actually google or they are actually amazon or they are actually microsoft you know that these are the brands you can trust right so it becomes Correct. easy for you to make that decision to move into cloud and help them sort your cloud you know help them sort your cloud infrastructure so that you can focus on your own product right at the end of the day it is all about the ease of you know working and ensuring that you can focus more on the product more on the you know the operations and everything right and right. even from a jobs perspective and everything i see you know on linkedin and everything i see a lot of roles you know coming up for cloud engineers for cloud developers for cloud security and that is uh, definitely going to rise in the coming future because i definitely see a big big market in india for that fantastic man i mean yeah, i mean i have um my mom's friend again she's a cloud engineer she got involved when she was in college and again if you start talking about it and i mean i do you think people are using enough like people how how much people are using clouds right now the cloud network in business right now uh people are using it a lot because uh for the current crop of startup and especially right now now you see right so many startups getting funded so many new companies getting funded uh you know you hear big numbers you hear 250k 500k and so much and so forth a lot of you know students from my own college 2017 pass out 18 pass out 19 people who are still in college and probably will pass out in 2023 right and they have startups which are worth a million dollars at this point right so for all of these different uh, you know for all of these people right the idea is 
again as i said in the beginning right the idea is that you as a cloud engineer you as an engineer you want to focus or you as a founder want to focus because you have a very limited resources in the beginning right you just have three or four right. people and you have your dream right so you don't really want to focus a lot on all of these you know redundant stuff like you know how do i ensure scalability how do i ensure and all of these things are managed by the by the provider right initially you so have so people want to use it to scale their business laptop, much right? more easily exactly exactly because see what happens is that uh, so when you build an architecture for an application right when you build systems you don't initially not everyone builds distributed systems not everyone builds microservices you start with a simple application and then you say this is my application this is my code and this is how it is going to work user is going to send in query but when it scales when it scales it becomes difficult to handle it it becomes very difficult to handle it in such scenario what happens is that either you have to rebuild your application from the ground up now earlier you have you had five people now you have 300 people so you have the ability to build it but it takes a lot of time uh, you know to build something from the ground up right so cloud gives you that ability right the whole point is i start my you know simple business right or you start your simple business cyberkila.com and you start it with you know like five viewers initially and then people grow and it goes you know 50 and then 5000 and then 5 million hits every day right so in such a scenario right. what happens is that by the click of a mouse right you can scale your application without having to worry at all about you know how i'm going to manage the server how i'm going to manage the security how i'm going to manage the monitoring everything is managed by your cloud service provider right so and right. and they reduce the rates when the ink, when the you know you use their services so rates are optimized right so at the end of right. the day you know all that headache is taken care by something as someone else right so and lead, mm-hmm. leading class companies right so you can you know rely on you can them. trust them so at the end of the day exactly you can trust them and this is definitely going to go on the rise more and more companies will are going to adopt the cloud technology it is it is better for the environment so because not everyone has to buy their own server and then you know if it becomes redundant then through horizontal scaling and vertical scaling is something that is you know so beautifully implemented on the cloud on the fly right that cannot be done you know on your own premises right and there are always going to be you know so when i say this right a lot of the viewers you know they might listen to this and they might have this opinion uh that you know this is uh that maybe i'm biased towards the cloud but that is not the case i'm not biased towards the cloud right i have seen on prem work i have seen you know linux machines work i have seen uh, basically vmware based systems and everything and currently i work on the cloud right but something that is inevitable is the cloud adoption because of the ease because of the financial incentives because of security and because of uh, because of the ultimate nature that is going to be the hybrid cloud uh, you know hybrid infrastructure that is going to come in so you will definitely have to you know utilize these services to be to stay in the game that's 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 awesome. my opinion so what do you do as a cloud security specialist do you give suggestions or do you work what's what's your day like as a cloud security specialist okay yeah great question so um so my work essentially uh, requires me to work with different clients uh, with different multinational corporations and help understand their infrastructure and then identify any vulnerabilities in their infrastructure right so there is a concept called threat modeling right so what threat modeling essentially means is that you look at someone's infrastructure and you try to identify if there are any gaps in the services that they are using if there are if there are any gaps in the open source software that they are using if there 
there are any gaps in the component or in the cloud service provider services that they are using right for for a new company let us say uh, let us say there is a new company and they want to use aws right for all of their hosting all of, and all of their management right so in such a scenario what happens is that uh, they can use aws it is well and good but going blindly because you think that you know aws is the best it is number one and it's not about whether aws or gcp it is about that cloud is the best right cloud or aws is going to provide you some services you need to ensure that those services are good for you with respect to security point of view right security point of view uh, you might have for a bank let us say let us take a bank for example bank has very sensitive data very confidential information right account numbers passwords and more importantly uh, stuff like how much balance is there in your account you know how much money are you getting in a lot of people don't even want the government to know how much money is coming in their account right and you are trusting the bank right so bank has to maintain that trust right how to do do, do that they need to ensure that if they are relying on a cloud later the cloud gets hacked everything is out right they need to ensure that the services that they are adopting in the cloud are safe and secure there is no way that that particular service can be incorporated or that service that uh, service can be leveraged by a malicious user to you know uh, get the data out you know data can be exfiltrated so all of those things you need to ensure that you know those things are maintained uh as, as a company as a business right so that is the whole idea uh behind you know how what we do so we look at all the services that uh, a company is using right for example they build an yeah. application they build so you build a banking application right suppose and you come to me and you say that you know what i need your services the whole idea is that i look at each and every component of your cloud service and i say that okay this is not right right you're not using the identity and access management correctly you're not using privilege access management correctly right you're not using the right open repositories right i see a lot of you know hard coded passwords in your code some stuff like this all the bit you're not using the cluster correct you are not using the kubernetes correctly right so the idea is that i can identify vulnerabilities i can tell you those vulnerabilities and i can tell you how to fix them okay so uh, okay. essentially we provide uh, recommendations we provide uh, we identify vulnerabilities uh, we provide recommendations and we uh, create we help in creation of you know more secure and scalable architecture at the end of the day right so um if i were to yeah. ask you um let's say if you're a computer hacker how would an, and yeah. some a naive businessman is using aws to build their product how would you um hack that system and take their data what would the procedure look like okay um so uh, if if someone is using you know if someone is using cloud cloud or it can be on prem right cloud at the end of the day is just uh another way to you know host your stuff uh, host your uh, business right so at the end of the day uh, there are a lot of you know open vulnerabilities that can be extracted by a hacker uh, or any malicious user right uh, it can be an internal malicious user they can cause a lot of impact if they are within the company if there is an external malicious user also what happens in such a scenario is that uh, 
they can use sql injections uh, they can use different types of you know vulnerabilities they can understand if the if the business is using uh, if the business is using any open source software that have vulnerabilities if you are using images so what happens nowadays is uh, like you know uh, basically for your workloads and everything a lot of image image based uh, optimizations are used for you know using your workloads so right i'm not sure how many of you guys are actually uh, aware about how the image based works. optimization so based so when i say image based optimization what happens uh, specifically for workloads is that uh, suppose you have virtual machines running or you have you know kubernetes clusters running now i'm going to go a little bit into the technical details so what happens is if you have these infrastructure running what is a virtual machine a virtual machine is a logical computer inside a computer it's as simple as that right it's like a fake I computer can have a com- inside a computer that's it uh, <laughs> no i wouldn't say i wouldn't i wouldn't call it a fake computer so uh, let me explain okay so suppose you have a really good you know powerful machine right you you bought a system that has 32 gigs of ram you, you know it has the latest graphics card it has the latest processor you know whatever i9 11th gen or whatever right and you don't really need those powerful specs right and suppose the business that you are running you are running a banking application right banking application is a small application you just have 50 users so you don't really need all those powerful specs. so what you do is you provide a logical containerization inside your computer right so suppose right. you have a square you divide it into four pieces and you say ki business a can use one fourth of my computing power business b can use one fourth of my computing power business c business d you guys can use one fourth of my power because i have a very good laptop or i would have mm. i have a very good machine so you i will logically separate this your data will be secure the other business will not be able to see your data you will not be able to see my data so on and so forth and uh, this will be maintained right so this is what a virtual machine concept is in you know preliminary stage so uh, on the basis of that you have further modifications like containerization right this is another very very important thing that everyone uh, you know in the tech community uh, is currently using right so uh, something like kubernetes is something which everyone you know all of you guys who are currently working on the devops side or who are currently working on application side would have definitely heard this word right this is revolutionized the containerization game right it is a container orchestration platform so so the point is that i don't want to make it unnecessarily complex uh, so the idea is that these services these uh, you know services provide an extra layer of uh, computing prowess and extra layer of you know scalability to your architecture right uh, so you want mm-hmm. a scalable architecture so what happens is that uh, suppose uh, someone has you know a logical uh, four different computers in one computer right you 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 rent out your system and you say that i'm giving it to business abcd each and every business uses 25% of my computing power okay now what they want to say is that okay you are good at this we like your system how about you buy more computers and you rent them out to us so you buy 400 computers and same thing you do for every com- for every computer right you give it 25% to a for computer one then for computer two again you give 25% to a so on and so forth because their businesses is also rising so their computing needs are rising rising on a daily basis okay now what happens in such a scenario is that every time a new machine you know a new small computer is created inside a computer what happens is that how will it be created what are the rules that it define you know what what os will it use every time a new computer is created inside your small, bigger computer what os will it use how much memory will it have 
you know whether it will require a startup script every time it starts up right so stuff like that right so all of that information right they can it can be managed in two ways either a developer is setting and every time a new computer is required he is manually creating that you know inside the logical uh, uh, segregation that you have provided right so he is either manually creating it or he is you know using something called images right so what images are are essentially a list of rules okay a list of rules and a list of features that a computer will have every time it is created so essentially you are automating that task right so you are providing an image and the idea is ki every time you know that image soft that image script is run a new computer is created with the default uh, specifications that you want right that's the whole idea right. so using using that using that simple optimization uh, first of all you are optimizing the task you know you are automating something and at the end of the day what is happening is because of uh, this optimization because of you are getting scalability right so every time so let us say i have i have i am running a business right and i have banking clients right so what happens in the in the night i don't have a lot of clients or you know asking for their balance at 4 am i don't have a lot of people getting up in the night and asking for their transactions and balances and statements at 3 am in the night right but that number will increase in the morning right so is it the is it right for me to be running those machines and those systems during the night i don't need to be running them right during the no. night because i am no, losing money i am losing money uh, running all the systems all the 5 10 systems during the night and during the day what i can do instead is i can run only two systems in the night and i can run 10 systems during the day because i have a lot of customers during the day but i have very few customers during the night so that is where cloud scalability helps you out right automatically you can set up constraint saying that when the number of users or when the cpu utilization goes beyond a certain point increase the number of computers that i am running right so automatically using those images the default rules that you have created using those default rules all the new computers are created when the demand is increasing so that is the general idea behind scalability and uh, that is how we use images to you know uh, automate this whole uh, 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 aspect of scalability in computing so we're hearing okay. a lot about these yeah. data breaches let's start with dominos right now the dominos hack so dominos yeah. india has become a major victim of a major data leak as more than 18 crore orders data has been put up on a dark web for sale as a searchable database allowing hackers to track and trace users from their verified location Last month, Domino's India yep. suffered a massive data breach wherein sensitive information such as phone numbers, names, and payment information, including credit cards, was compromised. What are your thoughts on this? Um, yeah, so this is something that I read about how this happened, right? And uh, if you actually look at the response from Domino's, the Domino's is very, you know, the response is very lackluster. They have not really uh, given the details, the technical details as to why this happened and what exactly happened. but yeah one thing is definite uh, that this is not something new right this is not something new in the in the arch- in, in the in the uh, it industry space or in the in, in the industry space in general right uh, similar uh, similar hacks have happened recently to all the all the different companies right uh, recent hack was for big basket then there was a hack for just pay then you know mobiquick got hacked and then upstock and then air india now dominant right and uh, so 
as you said right 18 crore users and initially when when the hack was reported there were around 1 million users you know whose data was reported to be you know on the dark web and you know it was uh, it was being sold or it is just open for everyone to see uh, the hack did happen in february 2021 and the and uh, so yeah so the one of the in february the, and we found out about it now yeah so that's what i'm saying right so what I mean, happened they kept it off for a very long cases, time no yeah so that, that that's what i want to emphasize on you know that's why i mentioned it right so what happens from uh, from an from a hacker's point of view let me talk about the hacker's point of view right so when if if suppose i am a hacker and i get into i get a chance to get into domino systems right i don't get the access to all the data immediately right on the day one i will never get access to all the data all the relevant information because as soon as i take a lot of action every activity of mine will be logged right so every right. activity of mine is logged if i take let us say 10 actions immediately right it might cause a spike and some security engineer or some application owner whatever they might come to know about this and they might come to know that yeah there is someone and they might see my account right i might lose all the progress that i have done right because hacking is a tough business getting into someone's systems is a very tough business you need to spend a lot of time i trying to understand the vulnerabilities in their systems right so once you right. get in the idea is to spend a lot of time you know spend at least one month one and a half months to try to understand where the sensitive data is located when 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 does the you know the monitoring happen what kind of services they are using what kind of resources they are using how can you you know erase your own footsteps when you go out of the system a lot mm. of stuff is there right so uh, considering all of that the general idea in such scenarios is that the hack happens initially so hack the hack happened in february right but right. the data was sold all that data was extracted slowly slowly and it was sold to a reseller it was sold to a reseller and that reseller is now selling it on the dark web okay so the hackers did their job they got the data they they negotiated with someone that you know this is the data we have because not all the hackers want to openly sell it so they negotiated it with someone and that person in the end is now selling it on the dark web right so that is the general idea behind you know identification and you know uh, taking advantage of the security vulnerabilities in in, in any system right uh right. worst part about this hack is that it is very similar it is quoted to be very similar to the mobiquick hack that happened recently right it is very similar to the mobiquick hack and uh, that is the worst part because you know that shows uh, the that shows the overall you know uh, that shows the overall uh, basically mindset about uh, these companies the indian companies specifically towards the security point of view right that even if something is happening and something you know similar is happening in in a company that you know we know about something like my mobile which is a big company right so something like that is happening even then you are not able to focus a lot on you know your own security and try to identify those vulnerabilities which can be taken advantage of right so uh, as per the security researchers i read an article so as per the security researchers the hack happened due to a compromise in aws key so their servers uh, are hosted on aws and one of the aws keys was compromised right now, i think uh, they were using they were probably using a customer managed key or you know um, an aws managed key that is that is not that is not sure but that i'm not sure of because that information has not been divulged however what happens i will just get into a little bit details about how keys are managed and how security is managed how encryption is managed uh, you know through through this so what happens is that major cloud providers meet aws or you know any anyone else the idea is 
is that they have systems where the data is encrypted at rest and in motion by default right so if you are sending me some data it is encrypted in the way right in mm-hmm. so no one can attack or no one can use misuse that data because it will be encrypted and only you will have the key to unencrypt it that's the whole idea right, right. So if you're sending it to me then i will have the key to unencrypt it no one else will have the uh, no one else will have the key to decrypt it okay uh, so that is what a lot of people provide now what happens is that if that key is compromised right so that is a general idea if that key is compromised if i have the key and the key is compromised then in such a scenario someone else can someone else can create a similar scenario where they can misuse this data or you know decrypt that data and then share it on you know dark web or whatever so this is what has happened here right and uh, and uh, the the technicalities of the hack from what i've read is that you know it is essentially based on maybe it is based on an sql injection uh, again i'm not sure it is a speculation but if it is based on sql injection again it is something very very sad to think about because you know if you look at uh, so from a security point of view we have you know owasp top 10 that is something you know that uh, that is a top 10 list that is published uh, by an organization that tells you all the major you know uh, security vulnerabilities and hacks that were observed in the previous year and on the basis of that what security vulnerabilities uh, yeah so i was essentially going through an article and looking at the technicalities of the hack right and i did see the mention of an sql injection now again as the company has not divulged uh, this information we're not sure if that is the actual case but if it is it is going to be a really sad uh, fact that an sql injection is being used to actually target the data records right so what an sql injection is for the people who do not aware i'll just give you know a brief overview so sql injection is essentially passing an sql query right as part of you know the web address that you are trying to pass to so you know what are the servers you know what are the configurations that the company is using so using all that information you behave like uh, an internal server trying to reach the main database right you try to behave like an internal service to so what happens is that you know once a server is there and once a database is there so a server makes api calls to the database and on the basis of that database uh, see that uh, sql query that has been asked and on the basis of that the database sends back the information right this is how the information transmission happens between the server and the database now what happens is that you mimic a server when a hacker does that and they send a call api call and there instead of you know asking for a specific user account right you know that uh, you know select star from where the mobile number is so and so they uh, pass a very open select star right so something like select star from uh, where whatever you know table and schema is there right so forth and so, so on and so forth so very open ended query where you are simply asking for all the information that is present in the database so if the database has 10 records your idea is that i want all the 10 records if the database has 10 million records you want all the 10 million records right so that is the general idea behind you know passing an sql query inside a command or inside a standard api call to uh, to get and to get the data to get all the information that you need right uh, so this is and uh, this is a very very standard practice uh, that you know a lot of hackers use and it is not something new it has been actually you know a lot of you very simple like it i tried a, it on a very, practice website it's very simple i mean in simple one i think it's like an sql glitch 
exactly exactly so you're running so it's, it's something like you know you have a server and you have a database and you're simply running an sql query selling this to say saying that just give me all the information select start yeah. from right so it is very similar to that right okay uh but but yeah for maybe for someone like dominoes right you will have to know a lot more details you know uh when you're going to execute something like this but that is not difficult for a hacker the idea is that this is something that if you look at the OWASP top 10 list right so this is something that has been coming in the list for last 10 years at least sql injection for continuously for last 10 years it is being appearing in top 10 vulnerabilities right so companies when they are having you know infrastructure and you know architecture created the idea is that at least look at the top 10 vulnerabilities and then understand if those vulnerabilities can be you know something exploited so at least that you should avoid right so in such a scenario of something that is coming for last 10 years and currently if you look at the latest uh OWASP, you know top 10 you will see that it is the number one vulnerability that's being ex exploited as of now so there are a lot of you know there are a lot of ways that you can mitigate it and that needs to be incorporated in the system and that is something uh that will probably i can talk about in you know a little broader sense is how you can mitigate all of these things right so the idea is to implement security by design right so when you are actually building the systems when you are actually writing the code you need to ensure that you know security is the paramount security is the focus right that is the whole idea right. so that you can create the systems you can create the architectures where you know security is something that is being constantly looked at when you are writing the code from day one so in such a scenario what happens is that you can mitigate these disasters and uh, yeah so that is something and obviously there is a lot lack of accountability you know companies uh they feel that they can get away uh with this in india you know in, in other countries companies might be sued for this companies might have to you know uh, go to the court and they might have to pay settlement claims in India. This is not very prevalent. So companies don't really, they don't really even acknowledge this, right? MovieQuick did not acknowledge the hack. They said that, no, we did not have any hack. All of these are fake accounts that were created, that were put on the dark web, right? And similar thing, Domino's, even if they acknowledged it, they just said that yeah, only user phone numbers and email addresses were, you know, uh, compromised. No payment system was compromised. No, that is something. Even addresses were compromised. Be... I mean, people don't rea realize how dangerous this is. Now, Basically, exactly. the amount of data. I mean, if you're a hacker, I believe everybody is a hacker in some way or the other. It it is so simple to have that mindset. I mean, if you have access to my address and my order details, so let's say my fa um, exactly. it's my father's birthday, and for the la and in India we live in one the same house for for our entire lives, right? In other also, nations, they also entire life exactly. Yeah. So, um, like we don't switch our houses that often. So basically the hacker knows that, okay, this family lives over here and then, and now they know, they know that, okay, on this particular address on so-and-so particular day for the last five to 10 years, pizzas have been ordered in bulk. So something special must yep. be happening. So they can figure out, okay, it could be somebody's birthday, could be an anniversary, yep. could be a festival. So they can just figure out what's going on in your life just by looking at simple patterns. It's, it's all about recognizing yeah. simple patterns and then they can find out exactly. so much information. So I hope people understand how critical this actually was. But that's the problem, right? In India, people don't care about such stuff. So for example, Domino's statement was that, um, that it is just, you know, phone numbers and emails, right? So it doesn't matter right. to us, right? 
credit card information is not but phone numbers and emails are not simple things right phone numbers and emails can be misused right we receive a lot of otps on our phone numbers and we receive a lot of otps on our emails a lot of verification is there you know associated to our upi account mm-hmm. and everything a lot of that information can be misused and the whole idea is that that is something that you don't want in the hands of the wrong people correct do you also think that there is something see like I, again i don't know if this, if this is just an indian thing that but we always want to save money no matter what we want to spend as less as possible exactly. you know what we say exactly. na ki um saste mein kaam nikal jana chahiye we have glamorized this idea of jugaad exactly and i think that's exactly. screwing us in absolutely from a security perspective correct. so yeah so this is something that is very prevalent in the indian ecosystem and specifically in the startup ecosystem right right as you can see so you very rightly talked about this right i mean uh, the whole jugaad mindset is well and good right but the problem is that you cannot uh, you know take security or you cannot take all these important aspects into the jugaad mindset and say that i will spend very less on the on on, on an engineer who can uh, who can just focus on the security aspect because i don't really want to focus because that is not what the business wants right so in such a scenario what happens is that uh, all of these uh, coding vulnerabilities and all of these architecture vulnerabilities come into the system which are you know then hacked and then the data is leaked and then the companies refuse to take responsibility because in india at the end of the day nothing is going to really happen right because people don't take their data seriously and need to the companies right so the, the accountability is something that is missing so 100%. that is something that is good and yeah. like we can't even like expect to have some loss or something come because that would be stupid like we cannot have something exactly. like... no, so, so there are laws there are a laws in place right there is some section 43 cd something like that i was reading about it uh, but the problem is that you know uh, indian indian laws maybe they are not as stringent as as something like in the us and so uh, people uh, you know a class action lawsuit right for someone like dominoes right if if as consumers like let us say 5000 people want to come together and if they want to you know have a class action lawsuit against them right that is not something that is very feasible right from a monetary point of view and everything right so people don't really do it because the law is not that strong in that respect right so considering yeah. that people don't do it and if that if that would happen right if companies were forced to pay millions and millions of dollars to the customers right then maybe that uh, that accountability would come in right that yeah that maybe we need to be responsible maybe we need to take actions because otherwise you know because otherwise uh, we might lose millions and millions of dollars so again so it is very simple in terms of accountability they don't add in, they don't even acknowledge leave uh, leave the whole idea of paying someone right class action law so leave everything they don't even tell the customers that you know what your account details have been compromised in an hack and please go and ensure that you can change your credit card details right you can change your debit card details right if you were to get a simple mail from dominoes saying that you know can you please change your details because these have been compromised at least that would save you from the future you know of financial or cyber attack that would happen to you right so they won't even tell you that right so in such a scenario and i'm not trying to take any one company here i'm not trying to corner any one company here but this is the general mindset that we see in the in the company in the in the ecosystem and that is something that maybe needs to be looked into and maybe needs to be you know acknowledged and worked on hmm. i really 
mean, I really like the way you said it, man. I really, I totally agree with yep. you on that. Yep. Okay, so um, now just um, if let's talk about students right now. What, yep. what was it like for you as a student? What would you um, what experiences did you have while learning cloud security? Would you like to some would you like to share something with students? Um, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, security, uh, in itself is a very niche domain in India. In India specifically, as of now, and even in the industry, it is very niche as of now, right? Not a lot of people are there. Not a lot of people are working in it. And as of now, not a lot of companies, as we just discussed, right? Not a lot of companies are emphasizing on it, right? So, uh, but definitely down the down the line, it is going to be a very big market. So, for students, I would like to say that this is something that. they need to specifically incorporate in their own learning right so when you are learning you know to be a python developer right uh, or learning to be a java developer or whatever it is right at the end of the day if you are learning from your second year or you are from your first year or in your school in 11th standard the idea is that try to look at you know and try to explore what are the security uh, you know uh, implementations that you can have in your own code right how can you make your coding you know best practices like what are the best practices from security point of view right like for example if you are creating an application try to ensure that it does not have any hard coded passwords in it right if you are trying to you know build something right in python try to ensure that you are not using any deprecated uh, you know libraries you are not using any uh basically uh, libraries that might have been compromised or, or not do not have the latest security features right so considering these and a lot of other lots and lots of other aspects right if you're basically if you're creating a web framework then you know what are the best securities in a web framework in a web application so considering that how do you manage ddos attacks how do you manage you know other types of attacks that might come in right what are the services that you can use so these are the things that people need to learn from the ground up from the basic uh you know so when you learn these things from the basic point of view you become much much better developers and more than that you become your code is secure right your code is secure it might take a little bit of time in the beginning but the secure code you know gives you the advantage of ensuring that your code is not going to be you know compromised and it is not going to be exploited by someone it's not going to be exploited by hackers that can result in you know complete uh, that can result in a business shutting down right we have had stories there you know due to hackers there are businesses billion dollar businesses that have gone down right because critical data was taken if you are working in a bank right is bank the, the whole idea of a bank is that trust right that we trust sbi right we trust some some good bank right the whole idea is that we trust the bank but what if sbi data were to leak if sbi data were to leak we would no longer be able to trust them and if we don't trust them then we would not be able to you know use that bank we would not want to move all our accounts to a different bank and then the bank would die the business would die right or a business that employs right. crores and crores of people would die so that is the implication you know of one single developer one single developer can cause that level of impact that crores and crores of people will lose their jobs you know india's economy will be unstable if something would happen to sbi right so the, that's the whole point so you you have to ensure that you know something like this uh, can be incorporated in a very ground level for all the students if they get into this you know it is and uh, trust me you know it is a very rewarding career it is an exceptional you know it gives you the thrill when you identify an a vulnerability in the in the system and when you talk to the managers and when you talk to the the team who has built it and they acknowledge it that yeah this is this is a threat that we overlooked 
this is something that we you know we did not identify and we should have looked at it and we should have we should have identified it right uh, so that is something that you know truly uh, is very rewarding and trust me you know even from financial perspective and uh, we don't have a lot of security engineers now there is a plant coming in for that do you think security engineers are underpriced right now suraj what's your opinion on, on... cyber security people being underpriced right now i mean i have seen that full stack developers get paid 12 lakhs per and they have a package of 12 lakhs and here people don't even get like 6 to, um, 6 to 7 lakhs of package even after clearing big certification like the oscp what are your thoughts on that yeah uh absolutely agree with you there in ishan there is a definite you know disparity when it comes to uh when it comes to uh, the the pay pay scales of the of of the developers and of the cyber security professionals and what not uh, yeah so one thing that we need to understand again we we talked about the mindset right and uh, the ecosystem mindset and again we need to understand one thing right so for a business when you know when you start a business the idea is that you if you're starting a web based business or an android based business or whatever the idea is that you want developers right you want developers you want good developers that can you know uh, get the job done of two different developers who can get the job done of three different developers they can you know work hard and they can provide the best quality code that does not need a lot of testing and everything all right but cyber security in indian ecosystem is much of an afterthought as of now right people think about it at very late you know after something happens and then they go to the developer and is like how did this happen right and the developer is like do i am a developer right you can't expect me to look at everything there is a specific thing that you know cyber security professionals do threat modeling is something that not every developer can do they don't have the time they just don't have the time you don't have the resources right you this is something that needs to be looked into that needs to be implemented right so that is something that is definitely missing and because of that that pay disparity that demand disparity that role disparity is definitely there and that needs to be looked into uh, but that being said that that being said i believe that down the line this is definitely going to change however demand of developer or demand of a you know is, is always going to be more because first you need to build something to secure it at the end of the day that is true for you that is true for me right if i build a business i would want developers first to build it and then we will think about securing it okay maybe you can have good developers that secure it while they build it but that is not often the case so the whole idea is that maybe uh, you have developers you know that secure it uh, while they build it if that is not the case then you go for the developers who build it and security comes later but at the end of the day for you know for bigger companies right for bigger organizations that have a lot of you know systems that are already running in place they actually want people you know who are able to build who are able to secure it i i see a lot of different positions coming in for you know for cyber security specialist for uh, you know security specialist and everything and that will definitely increase uh, down the line i am i'm very very optimistic about that 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 is definitely going to increase uh, the demand for security professionals uh, but at the end of the day uh, i would suggest that you know don't be uh, you know specific or don't be you know focused on just one trade security is just an a part of the bigger ecosystem you should be able to architect you should be able to code you should be able to develop you know that provides you a lot of insight from security point of view and then on the basis of that you know, 
yeah on the basis of that i believe that you know security is something that definitely will build careers will provide careers will definitely provide good packages and good compensations and everything but uh, again in in the indian ecosystem my advice is to be you know jack of a lot of trades you know uh, because just being master of one is something that is not very practical in the indian ecosystem right so um is there any tips that you would uh, or any advice you would like to give to any student who is just um right now in college currently learning about cyber security what would you tell them uh yeah so i would uh, definitely turn tell them to you know focus on the current trends on focus on what is happening in the world be it the dominoes hack or be it the mobiquick hack or you know other hacks you know try to get into the bottom of this try to think from a hacker's point of view and then from a security professional's point of view a lot of students think from a hacker's point of view and they like ha i would have done this i would have done that and then i would have their data you know access to that right that is well and good but what about what if you were a security professional in the company right how can you mitigate these hacks how can you avoid these hacks you need to think from that. that point of view so how you can anticipate that someone will try to do this in my system and then anticipating that and then blocking that is the is another very rewarding experience right so understanding that and pre planning that is something that a lot of people might have to look into learn into uh, learn about that focus about that and you know and and, and trust me it's 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 a lot of learning there and a lot of you know uh, skills to be built there right so that is one thing that is definitely i'm going to emphasize on another thing is that uh, Uh, you know focus a little bit on the architecture side focus a little bit on the distributed systems try to understand how systems are built how multifaceted applications like facebook or google or you know gmail are running how they are running is very very important right what are the systems they are using system design right system design is something also i would like you to focus on you know because that is something that helps you understand how systems are actually built and how they actually run and what you can do to you know exploit them or you can you know do to safeguard them so for security by itself there is not a lot of content out there right the content is limited the courses are limited right so i would not say that you know go and do some course for cyber security and become an ethical hacker or this and that that is that is that is uh, something that you know maybe maybe it will not be rewarding for you and and uh, uh, there is a lot of fraud in the market you know for that uh, that you know you can just learn and take some course and learn and then become a hacker and then you will get lakhs and lakhs of rupees that is not how it works in the market so don't don't do that you know uh, focus a lot on the basics basics are very important with respect to security you know simple stuff we often uh, don't focus on the simple stuff simple stuff like you know identity and access management providing the right roles to the right people and everything they play a bigger impact you know encryption encryption of data and everything a lot of a lot of these things you know and uh, definitely you know third tip would be definitely you know Uh, get into different environments. Definitely look into cloud. Cloud security is on the boom. Definitely try to learn about clouds. Definitely try to learn about the cloud security. What what can be done, and uh, that is something that will definitely help you if possible. If you feel that you know you're good enough for certification, uh, maybe try a certification exam. I can understand for the young people in colleges and everything. Certifications might be a little bit expensive as of now. You know you don't really want to spend 10k or 15k on a certification. You don't even know if you will need it. and i can understand it you don't need to do it if you if that is the financial constraint is there trust me you don't need to do it but 
skill is something that you need to build and if you have the skill you have uh, you know really good opportunities and companies when they come to college campuses for hiring uh, definitely look at people who are above the you know the standard crop of people who have just done dsa and who have just done basic stuff and they are sitting for placements if you know what is currently in demand in the market right if you know what is so actually developers don't come and implement dsa a lot people actually have to implement security right if you can talk about cloud in your interview if you can cloud talk about security in your interview right with a little bit of confidence you know a little level of confidence that shows that you know you know what you're talking about right you're able to explain it to people you are able to explain the current infrastructure the what is going wrong what we are doing what we need to do so if you can talk about these things right it will definitely create a big impact on the interviewer and especially if i am the one taking your interview i would definitely want to hire you because i know that this is what we actually want in the market right we don't want a person who can solve linked lists and everything at the end of the day what i would want is someone who knows what security is what security is going to be and you know can implement that security in their own infrastructure when they are trying to develop something right so that is something uh, that i would you know want to advise uh, to want want to share my advice to all the college graduates right now that you know try to implement these try to learn about these and definitely you know i'm wishing you all the best in in your future endeavors that was a very wonderful session i had with you today thank you suryansh yeah, thank you very much for being yeah. on my show it really means a lot to me yep. Thank, Thank you. you so much, uh, Ishan. It was great talking to you, and the discussion was very productive, I believe. And, It was. Uh, yeah, man. Fantastic opportunity. Thank you so much. Great. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.